Welcome to Emerge Dynamics. Emerge Dynamics. The podcast for those who manage and invest in middle market private companies across the globe. globe. We're telling the stories of the unsung champions who take enormous risks every day to weave the fabric of our societies. Those who collectively, from the multi-trillion dollar largest market on the planet, we're diving into the dynamics of what makes some of them emerge from their peers and create incredible returns and impact on their communities. This is Emerge Dynamics. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Emerge Dynamics podcast. I am David Cusimano here with Eric Wingerer. Hi, David. Eric, here we go again. Here we are once again. And... Today, folks, I think we've got kind of just a general update episode. We wanted to talk, we just wrapped up a series on you, the or us, how do we say it? The business owner, personal uh, guidance or, or reflections on, on the business owner. If you haven't listened to those, please do. As we like to say, go listen to all our past podcasts. And today, we're going to talk just a little bit more current events, a little bit more about what's going on in the world. So here we go. More craziness out there. <laughs> yes, yes. Another almost bank failure, I guess, David, in the headlines yep. today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a crazy time. Crazy Absolutely. time. Absolutely. You know, Eric, I heard a story recently, I don't remember where I read this, but about business, like encountering crazy things in our business environment, mm. right? And to say something like, oh, my business failed, and we'll talk a little bit more about inflation in just a minute because it doesn't seem to be going away. But just to say, oh, well, my business failed because of inflation or my business failed because of this government regulation that came out. Right. It's a little bit like a ship captain saying, well, my business, my ship sank because of the weather. <laughs> right. We have to, as business owners, anticipate <laughs> that crazy things are going to be ha- going to happen. Yeah. And I was like, I was talking to a business owner some time ago and uh, he was saying, oh, everything was great. This person has a business on the Gulf Coast of the United States. Says everything was was great except when the hurricane came. Right. And I was saying, okay, but you know, if you have a business on the Gulf Coast of the United States, there will be a hurricane. Hurricanes (laughs) will happen. And are you really going to operate your business such that if a hurricane should happen, you're done? You know, you need to be able to anticipate these things. So Absolutely. we don't like them. We don't like some of the craziness that's going on. But no. just to kind of start off on a, I don't know what I'm trying to say, encouraging, optimistic, or accountable note, maybe, is that we have to be, we have to expect these things. And we have yeah. to, as business owners, plan for crazy things to happen and make mm-hmm. sure that we can continue to deliver value to our customers, even when the crazy things happen. Absolutely. It's about the fact that we have to adjust. We have to anticipate wherever we can. Anticipation usually takes some planning that goes along with it. And so I think those are some of the practical things that, you know, first we'll talk about, well, what's going on? And then we can, we can uh, maybe we talk a little bit it? about, okay, well, now right. what do we do? Yeah, exactly. So we, Eric, not that long ago, said we think we could be talking about this again soon. <laughs> Right. So we saw this pat ourselves a little bit. We did see into the future a little bit. Unfortunately, we did not like I wish I was wrong and we could still be. But, you know, we were saying not that long ago when bank failures started to happen that this might not be an isolated incident. 
Unfortunately, we think this could be happening more. Yeah. Today, it looks like there's another bank that may be failing. We're recording this late April 2023. For anyone listening in the future, that could be an isolated thing and it's all over, or there could be more going on here. But we certainly see there's a lot of uncertainty out there still. There's a lot of mistrust in the system. Yeah. People are moving deposits all over the place, trying to find safer places to park their, right. their wealth. And we also have, Eric, for the first time that I'm aware of, the Federal Reserve saying, we think there will be a recession this year. Yeah. Now, they're calling it a mild recession. Mild, mild recession, but, yeah. But, Eric, I'm not aware of them ever that ever saying in advance a that recession is coming. That it is definitely coming, yeah. In it, 2008, that strong word. they were saying up until literally days before a crash, it was at Bernanke at the time, yeah. giving a speech saying the economy is healthy. Yeah. Days before the crash, right? Yeah. So this is the first time I'm aware of the Federal Reserve saying a recession is coming. And so it's probably really coming. <laughs> yeah, it's probably really, really coming if, if they said it. And then the other is, is that you just got this anomaly that normally as that slowdown is, <clears throat> is starting, you start to see people maybe reducing prices and things of that nature because demand is starting to, to slow, things of that nature. But we're in this kind of unusual stagflation, they, right. they call it, where we, we've got the economy slowing down, but inflation is going up. Normally, uh, the recession, a recession or a slowdown, is the good that comes out of that is that prices usually come down because right. demand is down. We're not seeing that right now, and nor do I suspect that we're going to see a whole lot of price reductions. I think we might see some leveling off, but right. I don't think I see you know this what what you typically would see is a significant reduction in prices, and that's because we've talked about in several series ago about the underlying factors of, of the printing of money that right. has just been rampant, just outrageously rampant for years and years. And that's not going away. So right. uh, <laughs> if that doesn't go away, then, then prices will continue to rise. And that's, I think, a big key that, Eric, I'm worried a lot of the American public, probably the global public, doesn't fully grasp is that so often we, we miss what is actually causing those prices to increase. And I think a lot of it we've said before in this podcast comes from the definition of inflation has kind of been twisted last few decades, <laughs> right? Where inflation traditionally was an inflation of the money supply. That's what it was. That was its definition. Today, we, when we say inflation, most people think of that as, well, that's prices going price, up. Price going but in up. reality, prices going up is the product of the inflation, of the increasing of the money supply, right? right? And that's what everyone, some you know, up until, I don't know, three, four, five decades ago understood. And yeah. because when we change what we mean by the definition, it can make the public start to maybe not fully understand, well, what's causing this inflation? They look right. for all these other factors. Right. Somebody, somebody else created that, not, not me, the government. Right, I, we can blame I'm, it on all these other things. Blame yeah. it on COVID, and certainly that exacerbated things. We can blame it on the shipping companies that jacked their rates up. But ultimately, this is, and Eric, you're right, and that's, that's my concern here, is that we've got, not only has the thing that has been causing prices to increase not, not reversed, it hasn't even stopped Right. It's still right. full throttle. Well, and I think that's, I mean, to me, 
when when we talk about well practically what what can we do you start getting kind of backed into a corner a little bit that a lot of times the ways that you might respond into a slowing economy some of the fuel or some of the availability that you might have to even benefit so to speak from a slowing economy some of those things might are not likely going to be available to you you know being the mainly the reduction in prices and things of that nature that I don't think we're going to have that uh, right. in our toolkit. And so it's going to be a unique challenge, I think, ahead in, in the next uh, six months or, or to a year, I think, of a challenging mm-hmm. time. And who knows? I mean, this may be here to, to stay for, for years. For, for years. A um, decade. Be, yeah, because I think the, the certainly the uh, price increasing side of things, I just don't see the government getting into a position of, of austerity and, right. and stopping this printing press. It's not press. politically very popular, no, austerity. No, no, it's not. It's not. And so, Eric, I think, or maybe I say, I'll say I hope, traditionally, when we have a recession, that does start to bring prices down, prices fall. We saw in 2008, there's a huge real estate price drop, in addition to everything. I mean, in addition to other things as well. So traditionally, that happens, I think, and I hope, that this time we'll see prices fall a little bit. But like you said, that's going to be offset by the money spigot still going. So if we do get some price deflation, I think it'll be not that much and for not that long. And and it'll probably be just in specific. Personally, I'm hoping for that. I like prices going down. Probably, though, we're going to enter the stagflation time. And I hope it's a short time, but probably it's a time. And Eric, you brought the terms to maybe talk about what that is for folks who maybe haven't heard that as much. It's a time of inflation and stagnation at the same time. Right. And if you go back to traditional Keynesian economics, which is um, not all that sound, kind of falling apart these days, right? But the thought was that you would have a thriving economy and you could use inflation as a lever to try to slow that economy down. And so it was always you had either a lot of growth or inflation is one or the other. Right. And it turns out we're in this weird thing that Keynes said maybe wasn't going to happen, which is why you could get both <laughs> at the same time simultaneously. Yeah. Right. So yeah. that's where we are, Eric. I think I feel pretty good about what we're saying about what we can expect. So let's think about the business owner here and the federal reserve you know, for a long time said inflation. First, they said inflation. And you can go back and read their minutes, read their notes. It's kind of hilarious. But they said <laughs> there, there's no inflation coming. right? And then when it starts showing up, and again, I'm, I'm see here I am using their definition. When price increases <laughs> start showing up, they would say, oh, it's transitory. Transitory. Right? And then they kept held on to the transitory definition for a long time. Right. And now it's, I don't know how long transitory is, but transitory now seems to be a year <laughs> and a half. And, and so, you know, one lesson we can learn is maybe don't use that as guidance for what we think is coming up for our business because yeah. it's, I don't know. I don't know why that guidance is, hasn't been reliable lately, but that's a different topic. Yeah. But it's maybe not the best guidance. So it looks like at least mild inflation is here. Mild price increases are here to stay yeah. for some time. Hopefully it stays mild. Yeah. Mild can be relative. Yeah. When your life's getting 10 to 20% more expensive every year, is that 
mild. I don't know. Maybe that's moderate at that point. Yeah. Fortunately, it's not hyperinflation right now. But let's talk, Eric, what do we do about this, right? Where everything we talk yeah. in this podcast is what can the business owner do yeah. in this environment? Yeah. Well, and I think there's a couple of things, too. I suspect that with the slowing economy, and, and the feds are indicating this, that the rate increases are going to slow down and could actually reverse at some point in time. Now, whether that's in the next three months, six months, whatever that time frame is, but I think the cost of money is probably, it's definitely leveling off. And there's a possibility that we could actually see a slight drop in the borrowing cost Mm -hmm. sometime in the next three to six months. So I, I guess looking at those larger purchases, if we're trying to kind of plan for that, how we're going to finance that, that's maybe something that we could anticipate and, and, and consider that. So it, a lot's going to depend on, you know, what is the immediate need for those types of purchases that we may want to rethink some of that in light of the possibility of some rate reductions that, that may be coming in, in the, as a result of, of a slowdown in the economy. The other would be, some of, for some of those larger purchases, we may want to consider, because I, I think while there could be some pullback in prices on some of those larger ticket items as a result of a slowing demand, we might want to rethink about how we might approach some of those large ticket purchases. Um, we might even look at used equipment versus mm-hmm. uh, yeah. versus new equipment. I know you you mentioned we were talking a little while ago about about some companies that are looking to buy companies that have heavy equipment right now because there's actually some opportunities to just to get access just to get access to that to those assets. used equipment that is is actually priced very very well in the marketplace right now and and it has an increase in value not to say that that's something normally a business owner is going to go go look to do something like that but it just tells us a little bit about what's happened in the market for some of those large purchase items that you know, we may be looking at the used market versus the new market, and that interest rates may be maybe modifying, um, moderating here in the next right. uh, three to six months. So, yeah, and and if they do, Eric, I would say that's a time to try to lock in a rate, right? Yeah. Get a fixed rate if that does happen. You know, we were talking on this podcast <laughs> what a year ago, saying. It would be a good idea to lock in rates, right, before they go up. And for anyone who listens to us, they're probably very happy with us right now because rates did go up. And yeah. those people are very happy about that. As you said, Eric, you know, historically, this is still not a high interest rate environment. It's just higher than it was it was years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. But I would absolutely say, yes, if we do see a dip in rates, that would be a good time to try to lock in either a swap contract where you could yeah. go to fixed or just a fixed rate, anything, just in case long-term, they don't stay that low. What the Federal Reserve will do, I don't know. What they should do, unfortunately, for the long-term health of our economy is raise rates. Raise rate. Because you can't have interest rates less than the inflation rate. Right. But short-term, all of us on the ground running a business, we all would love to have lower rate. And so what what they will do, we don't know as a recession happens, how they'll respond. Yeah. Yeah, It's just how much, how much pain do we want to, 
that we to take upon ourselves. So we, we want to, um, you know, a heavy jolt of, of, of pain, and that's usually not politically beneficial. And, and so we usually don't do those things that uh, would actually are in our best interest. But nonetheless, as business people, you know, we have to we have to be able to see through that. And, yeah. and so I think so the interest rate, the the heavy equipment or, or, you know, I think are some things that we could we could think about. Another would be looking at how we're operating our business. You know, how much are we using technology? Is this a time to maybe retool? I'd be looking at uh, as you have attrition in your workforce. I'm not saying you know, a restructuring is is the best thing for people, but but certainly it's something to consider. And looking at ways that you can use technology, because technology doesn't always inflate at the same rate as wages may, because we have seen definitely a pretty significant rise in wages, and 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 that's not going to go away yeah. either, because people have to have increasing wages in order to meet the demands of of an inflationary environment. And so ways that we can find to not necessarily tie ourselves to wages for certain growth or sustainability, I think is certainly something that we can look at. And always, you know, worst worst case for me is always then looking at a restructuring or a reduction in workforce and things of that nature because it's just that's never right. a pleasant that's, thing. That's not it? good for anyone, but sometimes it's required yeah. to preserve the organization. I'm thinking that should this should the Federal Reserve be right this time, and it does turn into a mild recession or or more than that, we're going to be following this event these as they unfold. Folks, we'll be continuing to give general updates as they happen, and then that may be a good time for us to unlock a series of episodes on turnaround management. And I think that could be an appropriate time for that. But I think for now, folks, the takeaway from this this uh, episode here is for so long. I don't know, for so long. A year ago, I think a lot of business owners were saying, okay, oh, there's inflation, it will go away. And so as they were creating their business models, as they were uh, building their financial forecasts, there was kind of this, oh, this will be a few more months, and then it will stop. Yeah, I, right. People would say, oh, and prices will come back down. <laughs> I said, oh, they're not coming back down, but at least they won't go up anymore, right? I think now is a time where we really need to develop scenarios in our financial forecast, and right. it says, what if prices continue to rise at 10% a year? I know that's not what the CPI says right now, but realistically, all the businesses that I know and have worked with recently, expenses are going up more than the CPI. Yeah. Right? So if what if yeah. prices continue to rise at 10% a year? When I'm doing my forecast, I'm building out every month of this year and into next year, I need to just assume that things will be 10, 15% more expensive next year. Yeah. Does this business still work under that scenario? If right. not, how do I today retool, rethink my value proposition so that I can not realize a year from now that it's not working, it's not but I can, work. I can plan right. it we'll now, look right? now, right? Purposefully right. go into the future. Right, right, which is definitely the need to emphasize modeling of your business, scenario planning, things of that nature, David, and, and I think, yeah, a whole series on that, again, would be definitely worthwhile. All right. So with that, folks, we'll wrap here. Please do reach out to us. Let us know what you want to hear. Um, let, you, let us know if you'd like to tell your story. 
podcast at emergedynamics.com. With that, we'll, uh, we'll be watching as things unfold and uh, let's get back to work. Yes. Yes.